but she believe in shoes and cars, wood floors in the new apartment, couture from the store's department. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you for joining us on another episode of An Earful in the Emerald City. Thank you guys for being here. Like always, we appreciate you guys spending some time with us. We love that about you. Um, got a really good show for you guys today. Got a really good one for you today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always say that, you jerk off. No, this is a good one, you guys. Okay. Very funny local comedian uh, hitting the scene hard right now. You guys is getting his name on all kinds of banners. Okay. Getting on to shows. Guys hitting the ground hard. A uh, good friend of mine too. You know, somebody I made a connection with uh, just kind of right off the bat. You know, some, sometimes you just vibe with people well. You know, there's something about him. You're just like, yeah, that's a that's a cool that's a cool guy right there. That's a cool guy. I, th- I think I, I'd like getting beers with that guy. And uh, yeah, so a uh, good friend of mine, a very funny comedian, Mr. Todd Kirkwood, joining me in studio, aka TK Dub. Uh, like I said, good friend of mine. Had a lot of fun. It was a good chat. We kept it pretty light, but um, really, really good time having him in the studio. And uh, I hope it's as good a time for you guys to listen to as it was for me to be a part of. Uh, here's my time with Todd Kirkwood. Thanks, guys. I still don't know what all those goddamn knobs are for. Dude, I don't know? think I, I, have I just ears. twist them and I'm like a kid up there. I'm like, eh, this one looks pretty. Yeah. I don't have, uh, whenever something gets into real minutiae like that, I mostly tune out. Like, literally, like anything where it's like, is this better or is this better or is this better? It's like, I can't. The little differences drive me crazy. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, 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 that's what it comes to. Yeah, you're just like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah that's good. That's Generally, good. yeah. I'm like, ah, shoehorn it in. Yeah. And it's like with paint <laughs> or like any decision you have to do where it's like, what if it's this? Mom, yeah, that's good. Sure, that's fine. I go big. I'm very big picture. Call it a day. My whole life is just big picture stuff. I'm like, all right, is this going to get us in trouble? Is this going to fall apart? You know, otherwise, no. Press on. Minutia. Like, and I'll do that same thing. Like, I like to go snowboarding. But then I'll talk to people about, oh, did you get this snowboard? Because it's got the fine-tuned edges, and it's it's beveled here and there. And then if you pair it with this rocker, and you go like a 40-degree outward boot on it, I'm like, it's too much. No, I, I don't know what you're doing. I, I just want to go down the hill. Yeah, and it's like, I don't actually believe. I believe 1 in 10 people can actually speak to that level. Like, they have the skills. This is in everything, by the way. Yeah. This is in wine. This is in snowboarding tech gear. This is in like uh, computer upload for software and whatever. Like one in ten can actually speak to. Yeah, all right, here's actually the differences. Let me show you the. You know, yeah. everyone else is just kind of faking it and being presumptuous about like, oh, blah, blah, blah. no, can't do it. Yeah, they're so, just trying to sound confident in something they have no expertise in. Right, my girlfriend and I, one of her friends, she has no idea about wine, but she is the snobbiest person about <laughs> wine, and the people she hangs out with. Some of them actually do have good palates for wine. Like, they can taste something. And I've subtly, sud, uh, subtly watched her over the years. She doesn't make a decision on the wine until somebody else in the group has said whether they like it or not. And then she goes, yeah, that's what I thought. But she's very skilled at not giving away her position until she sees one of the quote-unquote leaders yeah. of the group make their stance. And then she goes, 
yes, I I felt the same. I felt it was this, and mm-hmm. it, I've watched it time and again, and it is really funny now that I've noticed it. Like I've gotten to the point, where I'm like, well, what do you think about this wine? And they're like, oh, well, yeah. And she'll ask one of the other people, like, well, what did you think about it? And they're like, well, I didn't like it. And she's like, me too. I, you know, and I was thinking that before. And she then she'll take a real strong stance. Yeah. And it's comical. Once you point it out, point it out to my girlfriend and she started seeing it too. And I'm like, she has no idea. She couldn't tell Two Buck Chuck from like something straight off of like a hundred year old castle in France. Yeah. I mean, no difference. Yeah. Well, you know, Debbie doesn't want to jump out there too much before and commit to the White Zinfandale. You yeah, know, yeah, unless yeah. it's not going to be popular. <laughs> you the know? other one that was really good was we had uh, the, so the people that kind of run that circle of, of these, of uh, winos. But <laughs> wine connoisseurs, they went out uh, and they took some of our foreign dignitaries from one of our other branches from France out to one of our wine bars. And I was like, this is a sucker's bet. This is a no-win game because no matter what you pick, the French are going to be like, no, nah, this is no good. The trick would be to get them to pick something and they'd be like, no, nah, this is no good. You have to put the ball in their court, you know? You can't pick it because all you do is open yourself up for like, nope, they're not going to be happy with it and they're going to feel more elite. What what happens if you? How do you feel more elite? You say, "Nah, this is crap." <laughs> yeah, that's the safe hedge your bet, right? Yeah. Let them pick; they'll say it's crap, and then you know, you move on. Yeah. Honestly, any sommelier in the world, yeah, you give me three to one odds, I'll take it that they're going to get it wrong. If you give them two choices, what kind of wine it is? One in ten. Three to one odds. That's all I need. I'll go. Like I said, one in ten. But did you watch? There was a, a Netflix special about Somali. Som- I always want Somalians, Somaliers. <laughs> Uh, Not quite and, the wine connoisseur, right? And the, I know, I know. They have nice dry air. They yeah. could. Um, they have a whole Napa Valley. <laughs> Why is anybody? Oh, probably the pirates. They're probably not yeah, because of the yeah. pirates. But uh, there was a Netflix special about it, and they were like showing them, and these guys were like, "Yeah, they, they were naming it down to like the valley where it was grown, and like that's how they became these grandmasters. Like, there's a quiz, and you just have to spend like four days taking this test." And they could do it. Yeah, but did they do that by sniffing a glass of wine? Or yeah, did they, dude, they were or did getting... they tell him what the type is? And then no. they said, oh, that's a great... And no, then, then... dude, they were like, here's blind tasting. That was the thing. They were doing blind uh, like blind tasting. And they were like, here you go. And they were like, oh, this has grown two miles outside of Paris at a little farm in a valley there. Because you can taste this and that. And I was like, what on earth? And they were right. They were right every time. Mm. And it was like... So, I mean, but one in 10, that's probably even one in a million or whatever. Yeah, seriously. But there are people who can do it, and then there's, everyone else is fake. There's three other Somalis that, that are fucking full of shit for right. that one guy who can just nail it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like, you're going to tell me what kind of wine to drink? Uh, <laughs> thanks. I'll just go with the one that gets me drunk. People like us, we order wine by the price. We're like, oh, that uh, mm, that 32, that doesn't look very good. I don't, no, I don't think don't that looks good that. at all. Uh, the 7, mm, no, no. Well, everything uh, has how, a shoulder. Uh, how about that 18? That 18 looks pretty pretty tasty, actually. Yeah. Everything has like the shoulder, right? It's the 80-20 rule, right? You get 80% of, of the value for 20% of the work. Yeah. And the last 20 is 80% of the value, you know? It's that kind of rule right there. Most things are like that. Like, you can tell cheap wine. You're like, yeah. oh, this is bad. <laughs> then at a certain point, you're like, no, this is good enough. And then you go about your day. Yeah. You don't need the rest of it. It's like uh, vodka. You know, I mean, can people really tell the difference with well vodka and Grey Goose? Oh, can yeah. They, see, again, you I mean, especially if you're mixing it with something. You get, well, yeah, obviously, if you're doing mixing. You get Monarch and you get, <laughs> like, some, like, I always think Goose is overrated. I always go Belvedere. But this is a position totally built out of, like, just smoke and mirrors. 
Because when people go like, oh, goose, I'm like, goose, come on, get some Belvedere and get some class. Only because it's just different than everybody else says. And people are like, really? I said, you'll notice the difference. I don't know if you'll notice the difference, but I always say that. Like, well, oh, yeah, the name Belvedere. sounds so much more uppity too, you know? Yeah, it does. Belvedere, it's like it's your personal assistant. And then people are like, oh, your drink, sir. Right, exactly. That's why, like, I don't, uh, what else is like that? Like, Patron's overrated. Yeah. It's not bad. It's pretty good, though, yeah. Yeah, But yeah, but, yeah when you're talking about a $50 bottle, you're like, mm. like eh, go get some other tequila. There's yeah. a lot of other tequilas that are better than that. Yeah, it's a stiff uh, tequila market out there. Yeah. Right now. Problem with tequila is everybody has just drank Cuervo and got sick off of it. So they're like, I don't like tequila. I'm like, Cuervo Gold. I think everybody has a terrible, mm-hmm. hungover, drunken story from Cuervo Gold. I have a great one. It's almost like a rite of passage. I have a great one uh, of what I did to somebody. So we were at a bar. Me and my buddy uh, were at a bar up here. And this was maybe five years or so ago. Noticed a guy on his 21 run. All right. <laughs> You can just tell, Poor right? bastard. Right. This guy's over there. He's just drunk as F. His friends and them are partying, having a great time. This dude comes up for a little air. He's at the bar by himself. But you can see he's he's a little he's hurting a little bit. <laughs> I can tell he's pretty hammered, and he's out there on the edges of sobriety, right? So I called the bartender over, and I said, hey, man. Here, I slip him a 20, and then I said, whatever, put the rest on my tab. Get that guy the cheapest well tequila you have, but don't tell him who it's from. <laughs> so the bartender goes, all right, sets him the shot down, and this guy is, he's, he's like I said, he's on the ropes of, of drunkenness, and he's, he looks at it, and he kind of looks back at his friends, and they're still partying but not really paying attention, and he looks at it, and he picks it up, and he sniffs it, dry heaves, okay, right there. He goes, didn't that, even get it to his lips. Well, he just did that motion, right? And here's where I'm like, this is not my fault. Because the dude had a choice. Somebody, he asked the bartender, like, who bought it? And the bartender's like, ah. and he just walked away. So this dude has a shot delivered to him. No pressure. There's nobody watching him that he knows of. And there's nothing else. Sniffs it, dry heaves. Sets it for down for a second. You can see him marshalling his courage. Picks it up. Shoots it. Immediately starts throwing up. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Throws up on the ground and then runs to the bathroom. And it was the best thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> like, oh you know, god. I helped that guy. That guy's in a better place now. He'll have less of a hangover from purging right there. That's true. Yeah. I think that's why I try to justify. He did clear his palate a little bit. I justify it by I helped him <laughs> ultimately, and he made the decision to do it. If there was ever a shot to say no to. I think that's the one. Yeah, the, the nasty tequila. Yeah, from a person that unknown tequila shot. The, the, the shot from somebody who chose to remain anonymous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why uh, would you do that? No, I think I'm good on this one. That's why you do it. Well, you're yeah, you're like, oh, you know what? I, I mean, I only have 15 more years of this shit. You know, I don't want to waste a good opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Almost got to go tonight. God, I saw when I went to um, when I went to Amsterdam a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if it was a 21 run, but it, these were definitely some young guys. Right. They had a deal going at this bar, one of these bars I went to. Yeah. Well, like in Amsterdam, is it a 21 run? Is it an 18 uh, run? I think it's 18. Is it a 14 run? I don't know. It's fucking Amsterdam. <laughs> I'm sure there was some 14-year-olds drinking, to be honest, <laughs> right. but, but uh, I, think it's, I think it's 18 there. But I went to this one bar. They're really big on Jägermeister for some reason. I mean, it's kind of a European thing, I suppose. Sure. But um, this, they had this deal. It was like, or <laughs> it was like, Order ten uh, shots of of Jaeger bomb. <laughs> That's the start right there. <laughs> yeah. Here's the deal. Look, look, we don't know. It's not good, but you need to get to ten. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna give you that eleventh one for free. All right, it's a great deal. No, it was ten shots for twelve bucks. 
<laughs> it was right. the deal of the decade. So these two youngsters <laughs> walk in. They're like in these long test tubes, too, like in some <laughs> like, kind of science experiment. Five for six. <laughs> that probably would have been smarter from the bar's <laughs> well, perspective. Just, yeah, right. But, you know, like I said, they're in the test tubes. So they're probably not a full shot, each oh, of them. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, they're probably like a half to a three three quarters of a shot. Did you have the phase when we had to have like dumb things, like dumb shots? Like, do you remember, did you ever have like a jello shot out of a syringe at a bar? <laughs> I think I've done that before, yeah. It's so dumb. Like, you're like, can I just get a glass with whiskey in it? And like, no, back then you're like, no, you got it in here and you got it in no, this you container. No, you got to do it this way. You got to like, do it this so way. so dumb. It's <laughs> a so, straw. They're so dumb. It's all about these ways of like gaming up how to get drunk, but you're like, you know what, drunk's pretty good on its own. <laughs> we don't need to dress it up. Yeah. But so you did in five or ten for twelve. So okay. yeah, so here's the ten for twelve deal. You know, I mean, because who wouldn't, obviously? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, this guy, you know, he's clearly gonna buy a round for his friends. They're all gonna take some shots. No, he pulls a, up a chair and bellies up at the bar with all ten of these shots for Hero. himself. Hero. Did you start he, chanting? Oh, dude, he just started putting them back, and I was just like, this kid is a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I was like, ten shots. This kid, he's just going at it. I was like, man, that, that is dedication. Didn't chase it with Red Bull or anything like that? No, nothing. He, I, he And he was, boom, pop one, you know, six minutes, seven minutes. Another one's gone back, and, and again, these aren't full shots, but it's like, dude, geez, I'm I'm over in the corner, I'm sipping on a goddamn Heineken, you know, I'm like, eh, oh, man, I'm getting a little full here, nah, you know, <laughs> this guy's just slamming the Jägermeisters, but yeah, that was a that, that's brilliant. You see some weird shit in that town. You see oh, some I imagine the decadence there. Yeah, but see, that's one of the, in, well, I don't know. That's the idea, right? That Europeans they drink earlier on, so they're better at it. It's yeah. not a, it's not like. Well, it's almost like fetishized here because you're like, you can't do it, you can't do it. Now we send you off to college, do a lot of it. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. that, that like crazy release and then we overdo it. And I think there is that break-in period where, yeah, it probably is pretty bad for some people. You're right. You know, they go insane. But it's like, dude, I've been drinking for fucking 14 years now. I've lost my wallet twice in the last three months. Are you kidding <laughs> You're me? You're worse at I, it. I, I, I am. I'm, I'm deteriorating my drinking skills. Oh. It's ridiculous. And me and Mitch talked about this last week, and he just told me that uh, the best thing I could do to make sure I don't black out is to just get fat. Yeah, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just know. have mass on your he's like, Yeah, he's like, he's like, you never black out. You don't even have to worry about it. You just yeah. drink all day long. It's a race uphill. Yeah, you just have to. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's, that's a good way to put it. I used to say a race uphill. I've... I have theories and models for a lot of how I view life. There's some graphs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always have these ideas, but it's like drinking beer is like pushing the car uphill. If you just drink beer all day, as soon as you stop, it rolls back to sobriety. But once you start taking shots, that's where you're pushing the car downhill. And if you're not careful, the whole thing will roll away from you. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then you don't remember anything. Yeah, that's kind of how I always view those two. There's no never been a day where I was just drinking beers alone and it got really out of hand. You're like, ah, all right, I'll stop. I got a little headache. It's fine. Yeah. But you start adding shots and hard alcohol and you're like, I, those days have sadly rolled away from me once <laughs> yeah. or twice. It is. You can't get that plateau going. You know, it's like, like you <laughs> it's, said, it's you're, a delicate. You're, yeah. Balancing. You're, if you're not going quick enough, you're like, you feel like you're working towards something, but you're just never there. You know, you're going after that carrot, but you just can't quite get a bite of it. Right. And then, yeah, if you're like, all right, we're going to kick this baby into hyperdrive. That's what then, I wanted to be then like. Then the wheels come off. That's why I like being like a, I'm not a festival guy, but I've always thought like if I was into those kinds of drugs, that's so much better because then you just get on something for eight hours or whatever, and you're like, this is great, you know? But beer, like, they don't have, like, a, I don't know if they have There's no maintenance on that, you know? Yeah, like, beer's like, fuck, I got to get another drink. Fuck, now I got to go piss. Now I got to go, go back in line to go get another drink. 
Like, fuck, maybe if I just have a shot. Wait, we're going to go somewhere? How long are we traveling for? 30 minutes? I better have a shot before we go because if I dry yeah, out. Back in line. Yeah, exactly. So, you're, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of goal-oriented related to drinking in terms of, like, what are we doing? I noticed that the first time I went to a football game high because I was like, I started with weed a little bit ago, and I didn't do it a lot when I was younger. So I was like, let's try new scenarios high, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Horrible idea. I don't want to go to, we were talking earlier about stretching out time. I was high at a football game, and I swear to God, that was the longest first quarter of my life. <laughs> I kept looking up, and I'm like, what quarter are we in? Eight minutes in? Oh, my God. What's the score? Zero? What is going on with this game? I mean, it lasted forever. And then when it was halftime, I was like still high, and I was like, well, do you want to go get some, uh, you know, go get some beer or something no, I'm good, man. I'm just, I'm, high. I'm just fucking high. Yeah, it's like there's no there, when you're when you're drinking. There's all these little mini missions and these checkpoints you set up for yourself. You're like, all right, cool. We got to get up and we got to get down to the beer garden real quick, and we got to get like two beers, slam them, and then get out. And then you know, and then well, we're we gonna go right after the game because you know you have all these little goals. They really yeah. help structure an event. They're checkpoints. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and your progress of partying. Yeah, you're like, oh, we're here, here, and this and that. But when you're high, you're just like, I don't know, man. I'm high or whatever. That's like eight hours of. I can't even imagine some of those drugs where you're like, I'm, I'm tripping balls for eight hours. You're like, no, nah, dude, you're in it now. What, like, I, what is going to happen in eight hours? I don't know. There are lots of days where I have no idea what's going to happen eight hours from now. Like, I can't plan that well. Yeah, yeah. Well, who's got that kind of free time on their hands? You know, <laughs> like I got eight hours. Man. Like, it was like twelve hours. I'm good, man. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, Jesus. Like, you better be popping that shit at noon or something. <laughs> like, Especially we to work tomorrow. Who like wakes up and be like, we're doing acid at nine a.m. because I got work tomorrow and I we got to get it done today. Like that's it's tough. I don't know how who people are doing that. Yeah. That is the nice thing about weed is like a lot of times you will get high, you'll go into a scenario like you said, just some interesting scenario, and you just you just chill and you just look around and you're like, this is incredible, right? Yeah, like, this yeah, yeah. is there's so much going on. I had a <laughs> so dumb because I got like, I got high and then I walked to go see a movie and my like ten minute walk to the movie was the best walk of my. I thought the walk was more entertaining than the movie because it was like, look at this, look at that, what is nice? I'm outside. I had all these great thoughts. <laughs> And then I got to the movie, and it was uh, Mission Impossible uh, 5, I think. Oh, jeez. And there's one, I swear to God, I was, I was too high. Somewhere right in the middle of the movie, there's a chase. I lost the con- entire thread of the movie. I didn't know who was chasing who, <laughs> and I could not remember for the life of me why we were chasing anybody. I'm like, why? Who, who's trying to capture who in this scene right now? <laughs> and why are we chasing people? Like, I totally lost the thread of the movie. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, this isn't, uh, this has gotten away from me. Yeah. Well, you got in your head for a minute there, you know? Yeah. And then I lost the whole thing. And then, you know? Yeah. You lost your place. But let's talk about this, though, since you got out, since you got us on movies. Yeah. Let's talk about this because we already were talking about it a little bit. But, uh, I just saw the other night, I did get high beforehand mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, definitely added to the effect, like you were saying, especially in the intense parts. But, uh, yeah, I saw Dunkirk the other night, man. Oh, that was, Dunkirk uh, is intense. Like, that's the movie I walk. It's like I was saying, it's almost too intense. It doesn't, I don't know if that's a bad thing, but it never ratchets down. It just grips you mm-hmm. and then throttles you for two hours. Yeah. I walked out weary. Like, maybe just because I'm out of shape. I don't know. But I got, I was like, <laughs> Oh God, I'm tired. That was, I felt like I was in World War II. Not really, but you know, it was, <laughs> how dare you? I know, right? <laughs> you, you do that like that that pat on the back, man. Now I really know what it was like yeah. to be in that scenario. Yeah, You're like no, no. Yeah, that was really rough for us. Yeah, <laughs> that two hours. 
I really felt it. Yeah. No, that uh, that was... I rarely get excited for a movie, but this was actually one that I did get excited for. I was like, I got to go see this in the theater. Yeah. Like, I got to make a point of this. And yeah, you're right. That it was just, it was just action from start to finish. You know, you thought it was going to cool down. You thought they were going to chill out, and then no, you just you're in another situation where you're like, oh yeah. god, what the hell is about to happen right yeah, now? It's getting ramped up. You're like, yeah. oh Jesus, these guys are they going to be okay? No, are they going to be okay? It was, it, I know. And it was one of those things where you, you're supposed to know going in. You're like. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but this is history. You can read. You know, it <laughs> yeah. worked out okay. Yeah. And you're like, it doesn't matter. When you're in the movie, you're like, no, I don't know if we're going to make it. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're about to lose France and Europe and everything, guys. Yeah. You're like, this can't get any worse for these guys. <laughs> like, this I, can't get any worse. I think the Nazis are going to win this time. God damn. <laughs> you, don't, you forget like 70 years of history. You're like, I know, but this time I think they're going to win, guys. Yeah. I think we're watching it right now. And that is a sign of a engaging, yeah. you know, riveting movie. Right, is the fact. Yeah, you're like, you're like, how's this going to end? Like, you're not even sure, even though you know the story already. Oh yeah, and uh, and it's one of those movies too, where like the next day after you watch it, you're still like, man, that was fucking. Cra-. When they did that one thing, that was fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't those, believe that. I didn't even see that coming. It's one of those things. I get into it. Like, I go onto YouTube and I start watching all like the reviews and the East, not Easter eggs and all that, but just like let's talk about it more. When you see a movie that's that good, you're like, I gotta keep talking about this. I gotta go. What are other people saying about it? I want to watch some reviews about it. Yeah. yeah, that was good. This was good. No, nah, it was... Uh, but what has Nolan done that's ever been bad? Nolan is a damn genius, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, all of his movies. Even back to, like, uh, Insomnia and stuff like that are just, like, mm, masterpieces. Memento? Yeah. What? Yeah. Remember the first time you saw Memento and that blew your mind? Yeah. That was a big part of it, too. It was, like, yeah, the cinematography, you know, the way it was put oh. together. Like, yeah, I love how they cover it from everybody's angle. It's like you get to see the pilot. Mm-hmm. You get to see the army guy. You get to see the Navy captain. You get to see the civilian. You know, I mean, everybody but the bad guys, essentially. You get to see it from the French guy's perspective. And it's like, I love that, how they just, like, went from this person, all oh, this person, they're dealing with this, this person's here. You know, it was, like, it was just so well put together. And, like you said, oh. the progression of it, it was just like, oh, my God. Just kept, like I said, just kept riveting and riveting and, I don't know. Yeah, I, fucking I white knuckles it. for sure. So. Recommend it. I mean. That'll get, like, Oscar nods, right? That I don't know. It should, like I said, at least like the cinematography and the yeah. storyline, yeah, and that kind of shit for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, and they're showing the pilot, and, you know, it's like, oh god damn. Listen, if you knew Tom Hardy was going to be a, a pilot, you're like, this is it right here. This yeah, is really good. Yeah, that's true. But he he played the role well though. That was good. And uh, yeah, that was just a good movie. I mean, it's honestly it's hard to go wrong with the World War Two, especially for us guys. You know, it's like okay, I'll, I'll buy in. Right, right. You tell right. me this actually happened. Okay, I'll buy in. That this and, guys, yeah. and that's the thing with like these all these people like oh Game of Thrones. Oh my God, Game of Thrones. Oh geez, Game of Thrones. Like, you guys, you guys have you guys even seen what happened in history? Like, <laughs> besides the dragons, we did all that stuff. This real, yeah. That's all been done before. Mm-hmm. I, I, Ivan the Impaler, you know, all these different people have lived in history. The craziest people ever. Oh yeah. Just look back; they've all been there. Truth. Genghis Khan. Generally, truth, stranger in fiction. I, I, far, yeah. I mean, the, you got it all. Just you don't even need a, this series. Watch a documentary. About, read anything about Julius Caesar. Exactly. Anything I, about the life of Julius Caesar. I just watched the 2002 version this weekend. I just watched that movie. Yeah. It, it's, his life is insane. Where he came from, what he did, what it was like he was stranded in, by pirates on the coast of Africa, assembled an army, came back. Like he was kidnapped. Yeah. So he was kidnapped. And then the ransomers, he literally were like, all right, we'll give you, where your ransom is 20 bars of gold or whatever. And he's like, you know what? You better make it 50. <laughs> that was like, I'm that important. And then. <laughs> They said, oh, all right. They stranded him on the coast, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to come back and kill you. He assembled an army on the coast of Africa from all these like outlier Roman camps, got a boat, 
and then went back and killed the pirates and stole his gold back and then <laughs> went back to Rome. Like, that's a real thing. Yeah. And that's all before he became Julius Caesar. We know he was just this dude in the army. That was just his trials and tribulations. Right. Before, like, he was doing this as, like, a teenager, like, early 20s or something nonsense yeah. like that. It's like, yeah. What? Yeah. Man. I mean, it's it's all there, like I said. And, yeah, I just watched that 2002 version. And that's another good one, too, because it's like, you're watching the movie, but you don't even know necessarily how they're trying to portray him as a character. Like you don't yeah. know if he's the tyrant that the, the, the people in the Senate thought that he was right, right, right. or if he's actually cared about the people and he's just, you know, a benevolent dictator who just has their best interest in mind, you know? Oh, yeah. And again, that's like, that's kind of what keeps you on edge. That's you're like, well, it's gonna, it's gotta flip at some point. We're gonna, we're, at some point they're going to expose it. You know, we're gonna have to know what's up, but um, yeah, like it's all there. And that's what I don't understand. I think we're getting people. to that more now. If I, if I'm honest, like I think we're getting back, like a worldwide kind of Rome because like with Twitter and everything like that, it's now more when they say fake news back in the day, like if you think Roman times like that, right? You didn't know <laughs> they, they would pay somebody to sit on the corner and yell out like what was going on, like in different senators would be like, Oh yeah, I'll pay this guy. And all they're doing is yelling out, but you couldn't, you couldn't possibly know as a merchant. Yeah. In there, you there's know. no newspapers, right? You there's no real newspaper. newspaper. There's nothing, you, which you is old see. technology for us now. Right. Exactly. And for a while, I think we had like we kind of thought like, oh yeah, in the you know when everybody got on the same channel TV, we thought that was the main source, and we thought that was real and everything like that. But now we're back to like there's too much information now. With like we got all these different news channels, all these Twitter accounts, all these fake you know, ah da da. It's too much. So it's all gone back to like now it's too much again. So you're just back to being like we're just a mass mob. Yeah, like, we've all we've all come full circle almost. It you feels know? that way. And you just in at that point, I think yeah, you just kind of. Find an opinion that you like, and you just you cling on to yeah, it. Yeah, and then all you're doing, it. you're just you're already reaffirming your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing that. Yeah, so and I, I think know. that's why these guys, you know, they could be the Senate could be corrupted so easily. You know, you just you have the one one guy whispering in people's ears like, "Hey, this and that, 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 that you know," and then yeah. oh yeah, so we're all gonna stab him. Yeah, and then yeah, cause he's, yeah, because he sucks. This, he sucks. We we know he sucks. You know, right? And so it's like, oh geez, like, but yeah, there's there's some Crazy treacherous about the shit stabbing, happened. I heard he was alive for like. Like two hours or something afterward. Apparently, Just mostly stabbing out. is not a very quick death. Contrary to what you see, like on TV, and I just was like, apparently, it's mostly pretty slow. Yeah, it's like because you know if you're bleeding out, unless you get like a main artery, but really, it's, yeah, uh, you know, and your body probably kind of tries to seal it like any yeah. way it can. You it's, know, uh, but, that's a brutal way to go. Like in any and kind of every, everybody digging into you, everybody <laughs> digging. That's right. Like, that's that's uh, it. Right. <laughs> What hurts the most, the even, betrayal or the forty stab even wounds? Even you, Brutus, <laughs> right? You, Brutus. What hurts most, forty but, stab wounds or the betrayal? Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, you. I mean, you can get anything you want, though. If you, if you look back history, if you look back yeah. far enough, you know that was that was two thousand years ago, and that's what's crazy about that. Like um, when I think about that two thousand year business and everything like that, uh, I was in Rome. Uh, well, it was recently, but this yeah, month, you went pretty recently, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, that was a good trip. I'm just telling you about that. But uh, on the trip I went before, it was more touristy. In we were in like Pompeii and stuff, and you know you can just walk through the city. It's just a regular city. Like it feels so much like a normal city that like when you go into a uh, somebody's apartment there, you're like, oh yeah, so this is the living room area. Probably the kitchen's back there. There's some quarters over there. You know, the, like the bedrooms. But you point and it, that's where they're at because logically nothing's changed. Uh-huh. And like you would feel perfectly. And this at home. is the town they've dug out of the lava flow. Yeah, yeah, flow. like in Pompeii. Yeah, okay. exactly. So you're just like, and I'm looking at this place. I'm like, I'd love to live here. This is a great apartment. <laughs> this like, is a this, nice neighborhood. Yeah, this would be. <laughs> there's nothing in here that I wouldn't want, or that I've had in other apartments. Like mm-hmm. this is this is brilliant. Yeah. So like nothing is changed, and you go out, and there's the sidewalk, and you just it, it two thousand years 
looks exactly like you just blend right in. I mean, you can put some clothes on, you wouldn't talk, but yeah, you're like no, take cool. away the screens and everything digital, yeah, and it's almost, right it's almost the same. I mean, it is crazy how advanced they were for their time. Like they had flowing water in the city oh, and, yeah, stuff. Like, and stuff like that. Gee, are you kidding me? Like, there's African countries that don't still don't even have that. Did you? Okay, I got one. I don't really do in, in the conspiracy theories and all this, but I do every once in a while. They're just because they're so silly. There's one that I was reading about says the Dark Ages didn't exist. That like the calendar as we understand it is wrong, and that like basically between like twelve hundred and fifteen hundred didn't exist. Like, really? Yeah, and that was a really good theory. Like basically, because you know, everything kind of fell apart, and it was like feudal lords and everything like that before we had the Renaissance. Uh-huh. So basically, maybe like eight hundred to twelve hundred, I think, is closer to it. Okay, I was gonna say yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, 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 a little before that. that, I think, yeah. and then kind of because there's not a lot of history there. I mean, there is, but we don't hear about it, right? You kind of hear about the fall of Rome to about four hundred. And then we're all kind of like, ah, some things happened. And then we're like, oh, Renaissance. We're back in like 1400s, like 1300s. And <laughs> some things happened. There were a few massacres. You know, yeah. people were raped, pillaged. That's why. And there was like, somebody's like, that, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love that. Well, that's what happens. You know, you got an invading force like the Visigoths, and it's like wiping out all your shit. Yeah. Fuck you guys. You guys were assholes forever. You guys have been fighting us for hundreds of years now. Right. And now it's our turn to fuck you for once. And so, yeah, you just wipe everything out. You clear all the history books, all that shit. You know, you lose a ton of that stuff. That's why that's, this stuff is like society flimsy. Like, we're just like losing the loss of power to like going right back to that. We're even more susceptible now because everything's digital. Even if we lost the internet, even if it was just the internet, we still had all the power. There would still be chaos, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People would be like, what the fuck? I, I can't get on Facebook. What the hell's going on? Could you here? imagine? Yeah, if we couldn't communicate. So if you, if you took away phones and the internet, keep all the lights on. Lights are on, power works, cars work, and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Uh, I just, it'd be, but it's flimsy. Like, I'm not like a, a doomsday or anything like that. I just, I'm one of those, I'm like, no, we're only just, like, we're doing fine, but society as a whole is is on what I would think is, like, thinner ice than a lot of people think. They're like, no, nah, this will go on. Like, it's nah, a facade. A lot of it is a facade. There's a lot of, like, if it goes wrong, it'll fall apart pretty fast. And the thing it'll is... It'll go, is, like, Walking Dead. Like, the zombies aside. Yeah. Walking Dead. Are you into Walking Dead? Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to watch it again. The zombies are the least interesting part of that whole thing. Because yeah. the actual, like, oh, here's how humans would rebuild yeah. is actually pretty interesting in terms of, like, yeah, there'd be power struggles, there'd be craziness, yeah, there'd be, you know, how would you get electricity back up and running? How would you get water back? Because if you don't have all of the infrastructure at once, how do you start? Where do you start? You know? Yeah. It's, I don't know. It is, but, yeah, and, and it's crazy, too, because, like, yeah, one incident can, like, potentially change everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, this whole thing, and I was talking about this a couple weeks ago, too, and, it, yeah, it, it's it's so thin. Like, just the, <laughs> wrong, the couple things happen, we slip into and a little spiral. And I'm going to fall right through. Like, I'm not prepared at all. Yeah. I have no soluble skills. Well, I mean, does, is anybody, does anybody know how to grow their own food? I guess, does anybody well, know how to live off the land? Yeah, like, I mean, I got my buddy, I got a few friends, because this is Northwest, who hunt and everything like that, and they're pretty fit. I'm like, they'd be all right. They could just go off the grid. They'd hunt. They'd be all right. I, I have some friends. I think if they got out of the cities, like man, they'd fucking See, survive. And, but that's a pickle, though, in itself right, right. is getting out of the city when yeah. the, everybody's trying to hit the. Hit yeah, the yeah. Then you're just dealing with other humans. Yeah, but I'd I'd have to go. I'd just be like, no, yeah. I I would just be like, I don't want to live here. Yeah, you can't sit here and just wait for something bad. To yeah, happen I'm too. To you. I mean, I wouldn't. I, don't, I wouldn't kill myself, but like, yeah. I'm too modern, man. I'm like, I can't go back. Yeah, I've seen too much. <laughs> <laughs> I got HBO Go now, motherfucker. I can't. What? I'm not going back. <laughs> I refuse to fall back with society. 
Oh, that man. I heard a stat somewhere that if, you know, there was an incident like that and we lost, you know, all the infrastructure, power, or whatever, I heard the stat that like 90% of the population would die within oh, yeah. the first like 12 or 18 months. Yeah, I'd be on that. I'd 90%. Yeah. I'm, there's people, that's what I like too. Because like I'm fully committed to be like I'm in that ninety. There's no way I'd make it, right? None. But like there's these people who pretend that they're gonna do it. Like I've got I've got water and canned food. I'm like, what do you got there, buddy? You got twelve cans of beans and you got like five gallons of water. You're not doing shit. Calm down. You're <laughs> that's gonna last you a week. Yeah, you're a mini mission for somebody else who's more serious about it. At best, you're a raiding party to keep people going. Like, just stop deluding yourself. Like, it's either going to happen or it's not. Yeah. But you, most of us, like you said, 90% will make no difference if mm-hmm. it ever happens. So why worry about it? I mean, just think about the people in downtown, like in the city, like a skyscraper oh, yeah. that's full of people living in there. Oh, yeah. if, if, there's, if the truck stops showing up at the stores, what, what's that whole building going to do? Oh, yeah. You think they've got supplies for three or four months? No. Those people? I know people that live down there. They have got supplies for maybe a week <laughs> maybe oh, yeah. when i was a bachelor yeah. and they're getting down to like the cornbread mix you know like yeah. they got to eat that shit and... when i lived alone there was like nothing there's no way i was just like okay if there's no food in this house it's over <laughs> <laughs> this is how it that's ends the end. yeah that's it and you know like you said it's like i like to think i'm somewhat prepared you know i definitely have some food stocked up yeah but Still, it's gonna last me maybe four months. At best, you maybe. Can, yeah, at best you can you could you could survive like a like a power disruption, like an earthquake, for a week or, or two. I think some people could do that, but like, nah, not if the whole thing goes down. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be a year or something if it, before that stuff comes up. And like I said, I'm well prepared, but still, four or five months down the road, I'm gonna have a problem too. I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, what the fuck am I doing here? Right, and you're well, really, you're again, you're just a way station for a mob. Like somebody will come in here, and be like, hey, we found four months worth of supplies, mm-hmm. and this guy didn't put up much of a fight. It's not why well, I don't have a gun. You know? <laughs> I know exactly, and that's like you said, that's why I got to get the hell out of Dodge. You know, <laughs> See, pack ridiculous. my shit and hit the fucking road. Oh, I know. You know, find a spot somewhere where I mean, that's the thing is like you just have to blend in at that point. You just got to try to your best to not be seen. I think I'm just going to go back to just, you know, I'll have to figure out a way to be like a medicine man. That's <laughs> that's that's where I think the like, comedians were anciently, right? That's that skill. Be selling snake oil. Right. Basically, well, I've, I've long <laughs> thought like, okay, basically, if you're a preacher or a comedian, very much the same gig. You're talking to people. You're convincing them for an hour to, about something, mm-hmm. and you've got them enthralled. Yeah. The only thing is, like, usually comedians know that they're not lying. <laughs> I'm not convinced a lot of preachers know that they're – I mean, I think a lot of them are lying, and yeah. they're fully aware that what they're doing is selling snake oil. Some of them probably believe, but I think – I think what would you say? Like, half – or, like, definitely this is not true, but I I, I like this They They know they're peddling yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a big game, you know. Right. So then if I had to go back to – the <laughs> society's falling apart. I'm like, cool. All right, I gotta be a sham. I gotta be a shaman now. I gotta be a snake. Oil. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta lead a revival. Selling elixirs, right? I gotta do something, and I'm doing that, right? I'm going back to be like, no, you guys need me. You need me. Oh, I'm valuable, right? I'm valuable. I know I don't hunt, and I know I can't farm. I don't know how to work leather, but listen, I talk to God. Okay. I may not know how to hunt, but you know how the chicken cross the road? Right. He, God communicates to me. And listen, I want to tell you why you should give me some of your food. And I'm telling you, he, honestly, if you guys don't help me out here, he's going to be pissed. Right. Okay. He's going I can to already be tell. 
Look, do you I think I got this tell. far without him looking after me? I obviously have no skills. But I got nothing here. Clearly, the God above this is looking is, out for me. Divine power going me? on here, right? So that's 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 where I'm leaning on. If it all goes, south. I mean, you can kill me if you want, you know, but it's just going to work out bad for you guys. <laughs> yeah, Long term, you're you just going to screw yourself. You want plagues? Nobody wants plagues. That's how you get plagues. <laughs> That's, that's a skill and that's how so many people did it too back in the day yeah of you course know? that's how they because like you said there's no Google there's no Wikipedia like you I can't got, look I'm, these I'm things really up I'm really nearsighted right I'm really nearsighted I don't know how that gene got passed down like I, I always think about when I think about humans now shouldn't we be better like how did the the the, the, the uh, nearsighted gene make it right <laughs> unless how did that survive unless it was tied to <laughs> I can talk a lot of bullshit. And like, look, guys, I can't see for shit. I don't know what that herd's doing over there, but listen, you guys got to take care of me because I got this, right? So maybe those are connected. I don't know. But like, shouldn't surely, if I was nearsighted this gene 10,000 years ago, shouldn't the nearsighted people have been killed off just by like they couldn't see anything? They're just like, oh, what is this? Is this a bear or a rock? <laughs> shit, it's a bear. Oh, right? fuck. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, yeah, that's pretty funny. So it's like I just think the talking skill is is the one that's like that'll keep me going. If yeah. that doesn't, then I don't know what yeah. will. Well, it's just it, you, I mean, back in the day, if you were charismatic enough, right, you could almost get by on that. Yeah, you could convince right. people. I mean, before the internet, they can't fact check you. Yeah, right. no if, one can fact check you. If we you. go pre Wikipedia, that kind of pre internet, I'm golden. Yeah, I if can you sound bullshit. convincing. Yeah, right. You know? Yo, yeah. Definitely. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I had a chat with God earlier today. Actually, he was talking to me, <laughs> and other he, people are like, "He seems like he really." Did. I believe him. I believe yeah. you. Believe him. I believe him. <laughs> when really, you're just a crazy person. Who would make that up? <laughs> you're just a crazy person. Right. That's all you are. You're just convincing him while you do it. But improv people and comedians will take over the world once the internet goes away. Right. That's kind of the idea. <laughs> I mean, I think if, I think the the thing though is it was just so ruthless back then. Like you almost had to be conniving and be able to weave a web of lies just to get yourself by. You know, in a lot of situations. Oh yeah. I mean, you have situations where if anybody of power like was upset with you, you're like, oh, you better fucking watch your back because that guy might have you killed. Right. Because there's no there's no like court of law. Yeah. There's no witnesses. There's, there's no DNA. There's no you're police. Like, Who killed him? I don't know. There's, yeah. If nobody sees you, how do they prove it? Also, can, other flip side is true. You killed him. No, I didn't. Nah, but we think you did. No, but I didn't. They're like, oh, shit. Now mm -hmm. they think I did. It goes both ways. <laughs> it goes both ways real quick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's no police. There's there's the night watch, but are you kidding me? Those guys are even <laughs> corrupt sometimes even too. You just got the military. That's it. But you don't want those guys in your town. Yeah. Because yeah. who knows? They might say, hey, we're taking all the shit. So, yeah. uh, and then you're equally fucked. In, including your women. Yeah. <laughs> which they'll definitely be fucked too. But, oh, yeah. Definitely. But, yeah, it's... Uh, a lot of people do not realize how brutal history has been up to this point. Like we've had it good. We've had it so good for the last three, four, five. I mean, basically since the end of WW2, you know, we've had it good since we got washing machines in everybody's house and everybody got to drive around in a Chevy. Yeah. Like but, um, People don't. Two generations that doesn't know anything about suffering. Yeah, exactly. You go back for that, and then yeah, people live through the Great Depression. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, went, like if you really got into like talking to like grandparents and great grandparents, and they talked to you about the Great Depression, these would be people that know about probably you know the the suffering and the not having everything like that. Yeah. But we've gone like four or five, you know, not four or five, like three generations now almost, basically. And had it so good that it, it's got to the point where we don't even realize how good we have it. Oh, yeah. I you think know? so. I believe that. And, yeah, and people just don't realize how brutal history has been on this planet and yeah. how many atrocities all over the world performed by all different kinds of people have happened. 
And I, and I gotta tell you, I can't go back. That's <laughs> exactly. I can't. Exactly. I won't. <laughs> exactly. That's why if it's a meteor, I, I hope that shit lands right in my house. I yeah, hope that shit lands right. on my house. Just get get it over with, you know. Because yeah, I don't. I don't want that slow. You know that cloud of of ash and haze that just slowly oh, covers yeah, the yeah. earth, mm-hmm. and then plants start dying, and then you know there's no crops. We can't do anything, and eventually, well, it'd be the nuke, though. Let's be honest, it's, it'd be North Korea nuke, right? That got Kimmy, yeah, that little Kimmy, yeah. I was looking. I was. Ex- I'm one of the few people that was like, "Oh, good, he's got more range on it now." Because for a while. <laughs> Our best estimates were like the range was just getting to Seattle. I'm like, this is bullshit. We're the only city he could reach. And like, we got Boeing and like, it would kind of make sense. And it was like a lot. But then I was like, God damn it. Then once they were like, no, it's gotten pretty far. We think he can go farther inland now. Maybe even San Francisco and LA. I'm like, oh, thank God. We might not be on the chopping block now. <laughs> like that was like, that's terrible. But it's like, ah, that's true. They it opens go, up the options. They'd probably go after all the gays down in San Francisco. First, I don't know. You know. I don't know. Do you think North Korea is against that? I've never seen that brought up. Yeah, that's true. That North Korea, I'm that's sure, true. I'm sure they are because mm-hmm. they're crazy. But like, if you love the the, the ruler, though, that man to man love is okay. Wouldn't that be like just the funniest like flip? They'd be like, oh yeah, North Korea though, everything else, super pro LGBT. Like they are like <laughs> promoting it. Totally These guys illegal. are true allies. Yeah, they don't have a they're problem. True allies. They don't have a problem with anything. They're they're really progressive on that one thing. I mean, they're an authoritarian dictatorship. Completely okay with intersex. Yeah, they don't have any any kind of power or electricity, but they are a hundred percent on board with that. That would be I would. You never see these types of like really confusing things. It always plays right into the trope of like, all right, yeah, we we get it. We're all about. I want one that's like that, like crazy, like ah, oh, yeah. ah, yeah. That's tough to national pastime in North Korea. Knitting, yeah, yeah they're right. really they're really big on knitting. <laughs> sure, they have. Or they, they love better. going at it with a couple of needles. They go knitting and uh, water tubing. They're just a really fun loving, <laughs> but dictatorship. Yeah. They really they have nothing else. Yeah, yeah, but uh, love the leader though. They love the leader. Right, they love the leader. Yeah, he's supreme. But, you know, they're doing. It, oh, it's never anything like that. It's never anything interesting. Yeah, I'm that's so that whole thing. That's an island on the planet. Like that is an island that. It's crazy to think that that place even exists still. Did you see like, when you say it's an island? I know you know it's not an island, but did you see there was one like Conan or it might have been um, what what is the other uh, night uh, night host? Um, Seth Meyers. No, it wasn't Fallon. It was Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Kimmel was going on a street and he had a map and he's like, "Hey, could you guys point to where North Korea is?" And it was one of those things where they find idiots on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody could find North Korea. Like, well, I mean, I'm I'm sure. They were asking a lot of people, and a lot of people there did. There was some editing, yeah. Yeah, they did editing. Yeah. They had a good five people. They're like, ah, I don't know. And then people were pointing at Africa. People were pointing at, like, the Urals. And I was like, oh, my God. That's outstanding. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, there's a thing called the Korean Peninsula. <laughs> well, you know, right. And you know what continent it's on. All right. So, uh, you know, let's boil it down from there. I mean... Eritrea. If you don't know where Eritrea is on the map, okay, I'll, I'll give you a little uh, clemency on that one. But well, these are just people that never played Risk growing up. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Do you play Risk? Oh yeah, I love Risk. Oh yeah. We see. Ah, uh, I used to be. Yeah, we used to get pretty into it, and then my oh, friends, that game gets heated. There's okay. This ties into what we were talking about earlier about backstabbing <laughs> and like making deals people and stuff you like think that. You could have trusted. I used to be pretty good at it, and then all my friends figured out that don't ever listen to Todd. And then they just they they just pushed me out. Like I could never win 
because nobody would make a deal with me because they're like, don't trust Todd. Whatever he's going to tell you, it was an embargo. it'll sound like it's a good deal for you at the time, but he'll come to power and he'll kill you. So then I couldn't make any moves. Nobody would work with me and yeah. I always got killed. That's but, what those games are all about too. That and Monopoly. Like it's all oh, about yeah. wheeling and dealing. Yeah. Like, I mean, especially in Monopoly, this is free market, you know, free market. They want some enterprise. We want things moving. Yeah. My sister was the same way. She wouldn't. Nobody gets a Monopoly naturally. It yeah. never happens. Are you kidding right. me? Especially with four players. Yeah. It was when my sister would do the same thing. She would just, I'm not, she didn't know. Like, what? Well, she'd get confused, like, not confused, but just like, ah, the strategy long. I'm just not going to trade. I'm not going to trade. I'm like, well, we can't get anywhere with the game if yeah. nobody well, trades. I'm going to quit now then. Right. Basically, it's all we're just going around paying the same $6 paying rent. <laughs> Eight bucks at a time. We're not breaking each other with this thing. <laughs> I get 200 each lap. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of fun too. Yeah. You have to. There's no way that game moves. No one gets them a natural monopoly unless no. it's maybe the, the the purples. Okay. The two cheapies. There's a uh, card deck uh, monopoly game now that's much better. Much better. In terms of you That's can play a bold it, statement. that you can play it in thirty minutes and it doesn't. Everyone's not yelling at each other, like <laughs> flipping the board upside right. down. Right, it, it just goes much faster and it's the same kind of ideas, but it just works. It just comes in a card deck and you're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this is a much better version. Interesting. We don't need this crazy nonsense. And it's good because you don't need the big board. Yeah. Yeah, the big board and the, oh, the long games. Yeah. Apparently, well, and the thing is, like, what percentage of games even are finished? No. I what used, percentage? I used to do... Well, I was always committed when I was a kid. I was like, no, we're happening. I would I win by attrition. Well, I'd win by attrition. I might not be winning, but I'm like, I'm not quitting. <laughs> and everybody's like, would you go to bed? I'm like, no. Uh, do you do you lose? Do you, so, like, yeah, so you're ready to admit, call it? Yeah, they, then you lost. I'm like, well, we're not, I just don't want to play anymore. Then you lose. Then you're done. Right. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to go all night <laughs> yeah. to win. This is over. This is over when it's over. And if I can't beat you, then I'm willing to stay here long enough that you quit. I think that's another form of beating somebody. That's true. So That's true. I mean, that's the thing with Monopoly. Yeah, it gets down to two people, and usually somebody just, oh, God, all right, fine. Jeez, well, we're done. Okay, what? Just take it. They throw the money at them, throw all their properties at them. Yeah. You know, like, but yeah, how often does it go down? Like, I want every, I want you to mortgage every one of those, pro- sell all those houses, get rid of all those houses, liquidate. I want you to put those cards over. I want you to pay me every single dollar you owe me. Because somebody will be like that. They're like, Nah, I think you got me. No, no, no. I want to see if I have beaten you. Yeah. Morgan. No, no, no. We're, we're going to make sure. No, I'm conceding. I, I think you... You might no, have no, another no, no, role. No. Yeah, yeah, You might have another role <laughs> to land somewhere else for me. Yeah, it's... Uh, that The attrition, that's... Honestly, you know, there's a lot of people who get frustrated that's, way too easily. That's another thing for life, though. Like, just... I always... Just always another good like, game. Right. Is it? Is that a good game? It's not bad. It's all right. It's not bad. It's not as good as Risk or Monopoly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that, that's one of the things like I always say, like, I definitely believe it's better to be lucky than good. <laughs> and I also believe like a lot of things is just outlasting everyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just be there longer and you'll rise. I mean, you, good. Cream rises to the top. But also the last thing there is the last man standing. You mm-hmm. know, you can just keep your head low, keep in the grind, just going through. And then suddenly you're like, oh, I'm the only one here anymore. I'm yeah. the king. Right. I don't know. Perseverance plays a lot bigger role than people yeah, think. You perseverance. Know? You just got to stay at it. Even if you're fucking dragging through the mud, looking like a Plus, deadbeat. Perseverance gives you more chances to be lucky. <laughs> that's true. And it gives you a longer be, window. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, for something good to happen. Yeah. Maybe that's even why people like, they're like, oh, we've done a, you know, he's been at it again. I'm glad he got his break. <laughs> he got his break because he was in it for that long. And eventually, yeah, something. And then something came up. It came right? along. Just keep yeah. rolling the dice, rolling the dice, rolling mm-hmm. the dice. Yeah. That's 
And that's been one of my mottos, you know, recently, last couple of years, to be honest, is just just keep your head in the game. Okay. Just, just stay at it. Right. And yeah, eventually, you know, you're going to get some momentum on your side. Things are going to start to go your way. Maybe you're going to get a little lucky, like you said. That That's part of life. Hey, you know, you got to take it. You got to be able to see luck when it comes your way and be able to grab onto it, you yeah, know, definitely. and, and, and capitalize it. on it. Seize it. Yeah. yeah so, uh, but yeah, you just keep, just fucking keep your head in the game, you know, and, and, and good things will happen eventually. Like, they, they can't hold you down forever. That's true. You know, they can't hold you down forever. I don't care who they are. I don't care how much they hate you. They can't do it forever. Someday they'll come out of power. Someday whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pendulum always swings back your way. You know, things mm-hmm. get ugly for you. Just fucking keep your head in the game. Eventually, it's going to come back your direction. Oh, yeah. And you're going to have that momentum. You're going to say, oh, man, I, I, I'm, I'm glad I didn't give up. Holy shit, that got ugly for a minute. But uh, no, whew, I stuck it out. So. And then suddenly you'll be the king of the Game of Thrones. And you'll be on that Iron Throne. And it'll be good to go. Mm-hmm. Who do you gonna and you'll have it? your own dragon. Who do you think is going to win it? That what? isn't even spoilers. Like, who are you rooting for? You watch it though. No, I, you I don't, don't do these made ups. No, Aww. I don't do the made ups. Like, we like, just said, we, you, this, that's all history. All that's happened before. You know, I mean, maybe a little less dicks and sex, but yeah. But there's, there's room. Obviously, for, not the dragons. There's room for fantasy though. You, you, yeah, you know. But like, it's pretty good though. So is it? I mean, is it going to be good. one person? I don't know. That's what I mean. I have no idea how it is. Is it like the Royal Rumble? I assume. I assume like the last scene is like somebody just sitting on the throne and they crown him and it's scene, bloody right? dirty. I, I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna end. It'd be something like that. Yeah, though. it's tricky, but I don't know. I do not know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I've, I've been getting on the documentary kicks recently. That's been my thing. What have you seen lately? I just watched. Let me let me wrap your mind around this. Um, let's see who who was it? Oh, uh, which one's the blonde one from Bill and Ted? The not Keanu. Is that Bill? Yeah. Who was Keanu? Was was Keanu? He's Ted, I think. He's Ted, right? So Bill. Ted. Yeah. So Bill, whoever that actor is, I cannot remember his name now. Okay, yeah, yeah. That guy is a mad proponent for Bitcoin <laughs> and digital security. <laughs> He's in a documentary uh, about Bitcoin and crypto, crypto cash or something like that. Currencies. I think it's called. Yeah, cryptocurrencies. So I'm watching this documentary on it. Very interesting. What's and the name of it? Uh, it might be cryptocurrency or something like cryptocurrency. that. I'll, I'll send okay. it to you. When I get All right. It. Really good. Kind of gives you the ins and outs of it and what's going on and real good stuff. Except then for the point where we are like, is that fucking Bill from Bill and Ted talking to me about <laughs> national security and all this shit? Like, what fucking world are we in where we could have ever pictured taking Bill S. Preston seriously? And that's where we're at. I'm watching this thing. And he's dead serious about it. He seems well-informed. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that guy's life now that he's out of acting. But he's like, this is the way we should go. This is, It's anonymous. And this, and I was like, what? <laughs> what are we doing here? I just want you to be a bro, okay? That's yeah. what I want from you. All right? That's what that, that's what that's that's the bad thing about act, being an actor, though, is you can definitely pigeonhole yourself pretty oh, easily yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. you know. And it's like, and then it's like nobody can take you seriously for anything else that you right. do at that point. You know, like this guy, Pee Wee Herman, we're going to listen to this guy who jerks off in movie theaters for you. Oh, know? I know. It's like, you just, they focus and they're like, they're never going to take you seriously. It's like Urkel's on a new show now. It's like, come on, bro. Urkel's we're, on a show? Yeah. yeah really? He's, he's like the neighbor or something. He's like, he's like, Little, but that thing was like good looking. He switched like when he would switch over to Urkel. Remember uh-uh. Stefan Urkel? Oh, do you remember? I don't remember why. What happened? Like he got struck by a bolt of lightning or something stupid. But that was his alter ego, right? Was it a chick? No, he was a he was like a suave, cool black guy. It was just oh, like he was, okay. so he's Stephen Urkel, 
And then something happened, and he was Stefan Urkel, and he was fucking smooth and cool, and like didn't do anything. And everybody was like, "What is this?" But then he switched back and forth. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, what's his name? Jim? No, I don't know what his name is. I can't remember the actor's name. So yeah, but he's out doing stuff now. But he didn't. He's probably got all that sweet, sweet Urkel money. Well, yeah, and and he's yeah, he's probably still pulling some royalty checks too. I mean, that's the thing. That's the beauty of those kind of setups. If they but keep is playing that, that show, is that on anywhere? What was that? Family Matters. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Do you think that's on somewhere? I mean, he, he's not hammering big checks, you know, but he's probably getting fifteen hundred, two thousand every couple of weeks or something, you know. I bet <laughs> <laughs> enough to live off of, dude. WBBT in <laughs> fucking East Czechoslovakia. <laughs> Family matters. We just got the whole media market for East Yugoslavia. Got a great deal. Got yeah, a good, very great deal on yeah, it. So you're gonna get some. You're going to get some fucking rubles. They, <laughs> the price even, has fallen a little bit. Uh, they don't the even Bitcoins. bother to send you a check. You're going to get a bag full of rubles. <laughs> yeah. We'll actually play you in Bitcoin. Right. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, those that stuff plays, though. You know, that, oh, that yeah. stuff plays. I mean, Seinfeld, obviously, that's a little bit bigger, obviously, than Family Matters. But Seinfeld, he, he cashed out for, like, over a billion oh, when he God. syndicated on that. That's insane. You know? And that was, that, that was a little while ago. But, I mean, that's a show... They could keep playing that somewhere at 2 o'clock in the morning, and people would be like, oh, I'll watch this episode. Oh, the Soup Nazi. I love this one. It's so... Oh, this one's great. It's, like, timeless. It kind of is timeless. Like, it just keeps rolling through. To a certain amount of people, you'll, you'll catch enough eyes, you know, to make right. it worth it for that time slot. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like when, um, you ever seen, like, radio stations just go full Christmas? Like, you know they're shitty radio stations when they're, like, uh, December comes around, like, we've canceled everything and we're going Christmas tunes all day, all along. That means, like, so you have really bad, really <laughs> bad numbers that, like, that's your move. And you probably look for that move. Every year, you're like, you're like we got to throw Hail Mary. We're back in the game. <laughs> we got to throw Hail baby. Here. We get to go back to Christmas tunes because yeah. then our numbers spike, and the rest of the year we're just trying to wait till <laughs> next December. Like that's our cash crop. Well, it's like how many Christmas songs are there? Like seventeen, and they're all from like 1950s. Give me a break. Exactly. Have you ever seen like the stats? Have a holly jolly Christmas. Like the newest Christmas song is Mariah Carey. <laughs> The I don't want a lot, and that was twenty years ago. Yeah, give me a break. I know it's, and that's the thing. It's like that is just that all that all that is. is you're right. It's purely a gimmick. That's all it is. Oh, it's just marketing. And it's, it's like and, 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 marketing, and it's gonna work for a day, maybe two. Yeah, maybe three, maybe. What are you gonna do for the other three weeks of fucking December, huh? Oh, they just but they play it twenty four seven, and then they make that move. They're like, whatever shows we had on, we've canceled. We're back to twenty four hour Christmas songs. That's outstanding. <laughs> Back to Nat King Cole's Christmas. I don't know why I just came to you, but like 24-hour Christmas scenes. Anything sadder than being like, I don't know, December 12th, 3 a.m., drinking alone in your house <laughs> while listening to the 24-hour Christmas songs. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know why that picture. Maybe that drinking says more about me. By yourself. Right? Just, but like, But like 10% eggnog, 90% rum. Over. <laughs> Opening a gift your aunt sent to you. <laughs> and you're just listening to that in the midst of the night, like deep in the night because it plays 24-7 and you're just drinking your eggnog rum and you're just sitting in the Pulling, Getting your slipper off your foot, trying to get your foot on that trigger. Oh, you know, so good. It's a little bit hard with a shotgun <laughs> when it's in your mouth. We had a buddy growing up who got, he got pretty good into the alcoholism for a while. He still drinks. He didn't like sober up and go to A, but now he's got a handle on it. He got kids and he got his life together, right? But in his mid-20s, one of our buddies, they were roommates. There was two roommates. 
walked in on him and he was just home alone in the dark drinking, <laughs> oh, like sitting God. in a recliner and oh, drinking God. in the dark. And he's like, what's going on, buddy? He's like, man, you know, and he just, just wasn't at all in a good place at all mentally. <laughs> in the dark. Yeah, dude. Like, that was like, just oh, sitting alone in the dark, man. And it's like, that's rough, man. And he had to flip the light switch and then walk over to the couch and sit down and get comfortable at that point to keep drinking. No, yeah. like the like well the roommate. Yeah. Yeah, well the roommate came in and the house is dark and he's sitting like this is your place, right? So he's just sitting here. Yeah. Whole house is dark and he's just sitting here. Not staring <laughs> he didn't like clapper either. You know, he wasn't clapping <laughs> it on and off. Yeah, it was actually it's like, oh dude, you don't even watch TV, listen to some music. <laughs> Read no, just sit there and but Look not fall window. asleep either because that's the intensity of it. Because yeah. if I was just a home alone in the dark and having some drinks, I'm like, I'm gonna nod off, right? You're just gonna fall asleep. No, I'm still very fuming <laughs> on whatever fucking Bullshit perceived injustice is. Yeah, ah, yeah. oh, it was heavy. Fuck, dude. Yeah, it's the one. The one rerun I will say that works is the Christmas story. Oh, like the movie? Yeah. They, they, I think it's TBS. They do it. Yeah. They run it all day on Christmas. It's that, not Christmas for me until I watch uh, Christmas Vacation. That's, that works. That's another movie. All the time. Yeah. That movie's amazing. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, I can just watch that all the time. <laughs> he's Griswold, is, he's an inspiration. Griswold, Clark, is, Griswold is an is inspiration to yeah. all Americans. Yeah, he's the all American man. Men. I need to go back. I'm uh, shamefully not as, like, I know they all fell off, but, like, the Vegas vacation or any European vacation. I don't know. I, I haven't messed with those a lot. They got a little crazy once it got to the European. Vegas, that was another good one, too. Yeah. Chris, I mean, Christmas is tough to compete with, though. You know, you that see, was a tough one to compete with. It, it kind of wasn't really, it was like Funny Farm. The Funny Farm? Yeah, Funny Farm, where he gets the house out in the, in like North New York or something like that in the country. And he moves in there. He's like a writer. And then he moves there and it all goes wonky for him. Is that Chevy Chase? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Huh, I don't think I've seen that one. That's pretty good. It's in the same. It's exact same vein. You yeah. know, I don't know if it's the same writers never like that, but it's the exact same story. He's just like, yeah, it's good. Funny Farm. Hmm. It's Funny Farm. Yeah, that was, that's that is those two are basically the classic go to when it comes to Christmas movies. Yeah, I almost want to throw Gremlins in there, you know, but it's like, eesh. I mean, you know, there's always the argument to Die Hard. I watch Die that Hard, every yeah. year for Christmas. It is technically. Uh, Yippee ki yay, motherfucker. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa. Come here, they said. It'd be fun, they said. We do that all the time. McLean! <laughs> That's a different one, actually. But. Mm. No. That's coming up, man. We got our, all, all the holidays are coming up now. We're Dude, staring this right year down the is, This We're, year is just flying. Like you said, I've been smoking a ton of weed, too, and it's still not slowing down. <laughs> getting old, man. They have it faster and faster. I know. People don't realize. No one ever tells you this. People don't realize it, but... Yeah, they all, every single one starts going a little bit quicker than the last one. That's because every year is a smaller fraction of your life. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't it's seem a smaller as big portion, or as exactly. important. It's yeah. a smaller little view. Whereas, you know, you're a junior high kid, three months for summer, you're like, oh my God, this is going to be forever. Right, yeah. I'm never going to have to go back to school again. No. It's, oh God. Yeah. This summer did, I don't know. Did you have a good summer? Did anything jump off? Did anything crazy? No, man. This was a disappointing summer. Yeah. I, I mean, we turned out okay on the weather. You know, a little bit of little bit of smoky uh, Robinson action, but yeah, I had all the nice highs and lows, but I didn't do anything crazy. Like I didn't have any good barbecues on the beach or anything this year. Yeah. You know what I've kind of realized the last couple of years, especially as you get older. I mean, the thing that kind of pertains to getting older. Yeah. Um, 
you got to have your summer planned out a little bit early. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. You got to have some events you marked can't on your calendar. Do it. It's not going to happen. You just we just don't have the capability that. for it. You know, you got to have. You want to go camping? Okay, that's cool. Have that shit planned out four months ahead. Yeah, I feel that. You know, have that shit planned out when the weather's still shitty. Like, oh yeah, we're, once it gets good, we're going to go this sleep. We're, under doing, the stars. we're doing this. We're doing this. I got this scheduled. Because once to. everything comes in the way, you're like, nah, I don't want to do anything. You're like, else. oh, we got two weeks, so I want to do that thing. Uh, oh, shit, you know. That's true. It's like just try to get. One maybe per month, you know that's a, that's an easy goal to hit. Three, four events, right? Like I'm gonna do this weekend thing, or whatever. But yeah, I I didn't do any of that. You know, I was working a lot, and yeah, it was kind of abysmal. Yeah, the only thing I've got, I've got a we're going to a Dominican Republic. Really? Ooh, nice. I that's know. cool. I'm we booked. You to help with the rebuilding process one week before Irma came. <laughs> we booked it, and I was quietly like, "Well, you're trying to be like, oh man, I hope they're okay. I hope everybody's safe." That fucking resort is blown away, and I don't get my money back. You know, you're kind of doing that, but you're also like, don't say that out loud because you're a horrible human being. There's actual lives down there, but like, but look, I just hashtag spent... pray for the Dominican. Right, right, exactly. And I was like, God damn. So we're like, that's why, like, you feel like an asshole because you're like, I'm watching the news, and I'm like, this storm better turn. This storm better turn. I mean, it needs to turn for the people of the Dominican Republic. I know they're struggling down there, but these tickets aren't refundable. Right? Yeah. So. You know, hashtag God bless. It missed most of the DR. It went kind of north of that. So, how long till you guys are going down? Uh, end of October. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it should be should be all right. I don't know. Yeah, it should be cleaned up. It looks well, all right. It looks least. like it's one of these all inclusives. You know, I'm thinking it's gonna be. I'm actually thinking it's gonna be a little boring, but I'm good with a little boring. Like I'm like, fuck, I just put my feet up for a week. Yeah, and not do much exactly. at all. That just actually sounds up, yeah. amazing. Yeah, and then by the time you get back here, who knows? You might be like, all right, I'm ready to get back in the mix here. Yeah, that's what I mean. Know? Most of the vacations I take are like these adventures. When I get done with them, like, I need another vacation. Like, I'm like, that wasn't restful. You know what I mean? When you're doing these crazy travels and like whenever I've gone like backpacking or you go to you know, Europe and stuff like that or wherever, it's like, I could use another four days just of sleeping at home to recover <laughs> from that. I don't yeah. know why, what I was thinking. So this will be good. If, if I get the end of this one, I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to come back to society. That yeah. would be okay. Yeah, my buddy just moved to uh, Shanghai. He got a job out there. Really? Yeah, and uh, you know I'm trying to plan a trip over there, and I'm like, so you know, so what do you think? I was like, you know, maybe like five, maybe six days. You think that'll work? He's like, uh, you're gonna want to make it for like two weeks at least to go visit. Yeah, it's crazy because the jet lag. I mean, it's like a 14 hour flight, so oh, yeah. it's like you're basically on the other half of the world. Like he went halfway, so it's like completely different. Oh yeah, you know, and it's gonna take like you said, like a day and a half, and then yeah, when you come home, like. Yeah, you almost need like a whole day dedicated to sleep at least. When you um come back from Australia, you come back and you land one hour after you took off. Like that's <laughs> like that's the date. Like you know, what I mean, you obviously were traveling, but with the yeah. dateline and stuff like that, you time traveled almost. You leave Sunday at noon and you get back Sunday at one p.m. Yeah, On, like so, like. That whole pocket that you're traveling doesn't exist, except you land at 1 p.m. on an afternoon, and you're exhausted. You're like, oh, God. Yeah. I've just been... Uh. It's only an hour, pussy. Dude, 13 hours in the air like that when I've done that trip uh, is insane, because it's time enough to get really hammered, <laughs> take a good four or five hours nap, and then you're sober, and you're like... I still got four, five hours of this flight. Like, there's so much more of this flight. Like, I think I can start drinking again. Yeah, you basically, you know, you get back into it. You're like, I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. I get, I, I guess, I guess we're gonna drink more. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know what time it is anymore. Nothing means anything to you. And you're just, uh, it's like you can watch. I don't know. 
I think I watched four movies the last time I did it. Like four movies. That's <laughs> the nap. You know, you get breakfast, you get dinner, and everything like that. And it's yeah. You, you're still there. Thirteen hours doing anything is insane. Even if you were like sleeping in bed for, oh, I could do thirteen hours of sleeping actually. But that's even that's not easy though. You know, you're yeah. gonna kind of get you're gonna get restless a couple times at least, even if you're trying for it. But. uh that's it's that's crazy. Though. I never heard that that it's only a one hour difference. Yeah, yeah. When you fly back, it's a mess. Yeah. When, yeah. when you fly there, you lose a whole day. You lose. Yeah, you lose a fucking day. Yeah, that's like crazy. you leave on like I've done it. I've left on. Where the fuck did I leave? I live on Saturday night, and then you're there Monday morning. So like there was no Sunday. You didn't get a Sunday anymore. <laughs> that's the Lord's day. Yeah, but it's like you know. Yeah, all right. So that was gone. So that's kind of it's crazy for that. Yeah. And then the ones I've I've done it. You leave like late on Saturday night. So you, it feels like you're flying at night, and then you get there Monday morning, and the trick, of course, is to stay up. If you can. Yeah. Right, because you get there Monday afternoon-ish, you know, and so you have to stay up to that night and then try and get back on it. But yeah. you're f- exhausted, you're a train wreck, and you're like, nothing nothing makes sense. There's no color in the world. You're just yeah. like, I'm a zombie. Can we just get done with this? Yeah. I remember when I went to uh, Spain too. Yeah, that was like the first flight over there. I got there, went out, went out the first night. You know, I was partying, kind of having a good time. So I went out a little late, not too crazy. Went to bed at like three, three thirty. Right. Woke up at four thirty the next day in the afternoon. I was just like, oh, there goes uh, majority <laughs> of that day. That was a great vacation. <laughs> like, I just slept all right, through. All right, cool. And then when I got back, I, uh, <laughs> I the first day I was here, you know, I. I got up, it was like, it was like four o'clock and I was kind of tired and I was like, eh, I'm going to just go take a little nap, slept straight to 1230 at night, woke up yes. bright eyed, bushy tailed 1230 at night. I'm like, all right, it's a uh, Sunday night at 1230. <laughs> now what? That's outstanding. <laughs> yeah. But no, you you were talking about that, that day lag though. I used yeah. to always wonder when I was a kid, I used to always wonder myself, like if you had a jet that could fly fast enough, could you just like fly around the world and like go back in time no you know right? if it well, went like Superman 5 thousand miles yeah yeah Superman, like five thousand yeah. miles like they just get like, back before you left yeah yeah like that's man that always used to just now blow you'd my see mind. yourself and then there'd be a, a black hole you can't mm-hmm. you can't touch yourself right that's or see true, yourself yeah. that's what star trek told yeah. us yeah you'd step on like a spider or something in the whole space-time <laughs> right. continuum best simpsons ever when Homer goes back in time and he keeps fucking up the future and every time he comes back, it's more fucked up. And then there's the one time he comes back and it's raining donuts. It's the best Simpsons. It's like a little treehouse of horrors, but that's yeah. the best one ever. Can you believe the longevity that show's had? I mean, do they still make new episodes? Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't know what they're, I mean, I guess I haven't tuned into it forever. So like I couldn't, I couldn't even comment on, oh, well, season 12 was bad, but they brought it back around on season 17. You know, like, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. even know. Like, uh, sure. <laughs> like, how are they coming up with new ideas? At some point, they must now have, like, half their writing staff is just back-checking to see if they're not doing yeah. something that's already been done. Exactly. Right? It's like South Park. Simpsons did it! Simpsons did it! <laughs> yeah. They can't... It, it just must be running a muck. They must be reorganizing and cataloging it by like tags yeah. and file names. You're like, did we do this joke? Have we done this? Yeah, you did. Or this premise, yeah. Right. What? It's, it's what crazy are they exploring imagine. now? I mean, you know there's had to be some overlap. You know there has to be some shit that were like, okay, we did something pretty similar to this. This is exactly honest, the story. Yeah. yeah, this was just like that other thing we did four seasons ago. But, you know, we we'll can slide yeah, it under there. We'll be fine. Yeah, we can get in on it. They won't really notice, but... But you gotta you gotta respect that longevity though, man. I think it, what it is, I think it just kind of 
moves to a younger, younger generation. That's what I was about to ask. You know? Is there a younger think, generation picking? I think that it up does. Now? Like I always thought, I used to always give my brother shit because I would watch it when I was younger, and he wasn't into it. He was a couple years older than me. Yeah, he was always kind of like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. But now that I look back, I'm like, maybe that's just how it is. Maybe just as you get older, you get out of it, and then it just kind of moves its way down the ladder. You know, I mean, I don't know. you can get some of those older people, you know, because they're the jokes kind of go that direction. Sure. But um, I think in general, it's typically sips that lower that younger crowd. Immediately, my brain's like, I need to find some kids and ask them about this. I'm also like, I don't think I can just start talking to random kids yeah. and asking them about it. <laughs> yeah, it's scary talking to kids sometimes. It's like, hey, kid, I'm not going to attack you. I'm not going to molest you. Uh, I, need excuse, your thoughts on, I need your thoughts on Simpsons. Son, I need to know how you feel about Bart Simpson. I need like a clipboard and some numbers so I can just walk around and look like I'm taking a survey. Yeah, yeah. So what did you what did you think about uh, Homer's uh, blunders of this season? Right, exactly. Do you know anything about the Simpsons? Can you name all the Simpsons characters that are in the family? Like that's what I would be asking kids. Yeah, and they'd be like, "Oh no, I have no idea what you're talking about." You know, it's crazy to me is like how many like adult cartoons they have now. Yeah, like there's a ton of those out now. Yeah, but like Rick and Morty's the best, one of the best television shows. <laughs> Rick and ever. Morty. I just discovered that this week, dude. Some really? guy was like, "Dude, you got to see this. This clip is super funny." I'm like, oh, all right, it's it's I'm, amazing. Like I mean, the I've seen sci-fi those characters and stuff, is pretty, yeah. is really good. Yeah, like just some of the weird things they're doing with their whole, you know, just they just explore concepts that have like never been done on TV anywhere. Like, oh, yeah. we do multiverse. We're gonna do this. We all exist somewhere else. There's this and. It's, multiverse they tackled that one wow it's crazy the things that they're talking about and uh-huh. i don't know it's 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 good though they have a lot of those shows now, and it's crazy because like they have like archer you know that's another yep. big one too that's Love been it. pretty popular it's it's good it's funny and it's actually a really good formula for like a comedy show to have that animated uh element to it you know because like archer like you can do anything. On yeah, because then you can do the insane. Because, you, because you're just drawing it. That's all you're doing. Yeah, you can you're making do some absurd. sound effects. Yeah, you can go as far fetched as you want. So it's like, in that scenario, it actually works really well. And when you're doing like those cutbacks, you know, like, well, this is not as like kind of like Family Guy. Like, right. oh, this isn't as bad as the one time I tried to wrestle alligators, you know. And then they do the cut. Like, you can do that. That's simple. No, yeah, right. I tried to explain cartoon. that to. Well, my girlfriend kind of bought into it now, but then other people I've talked to about. I'm not into anime anymore. But when you like you watch some good at like a movie, right? Like not just a series. You're like, no, they can explore things that you could never do unless it was a big budget film, and they can do it. So you just accept the medium as whatever it is, mm-hmm. and it'll stay true to itself. Like it'll feel continuous. But then they can do things because it's just drawing. Yeah. And like, do you know what that would cost to put that on film? Like on like a See, real it's, like it's, it's impossible, right? So it's then impossible. just stick with this, and now we get to explore things that you wouldn't mm-hmm. see anywhere else. Yeah. And you get and you get the same effect from it, you know. Yeah, it's as a story, seeing real people. I mean, you're hearing real people's voice. You know, yeah. they're they're telling the storyline. So, so yeah, it's it's pretty ingenious to be honest. I and think so. Again, for like adult humor, like it works really well. You know, you fucking shoot somebody, you do all that kind of stuff. Like the um, weird thing though is literally like telling kids to leave the room or like, nah, we can't watch Archer now. <laughs> Like, my, my girlfriend has two kids, and one of them, he's 13 now. But a couple of years ago, I was, like, trying to watch Archer, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, all right, this Archer's a little bit a little bit fast for him at 10. I don't think we can watch this responsibly. Yeah. What about that Rick and Morty? What's the age limit on that one? Uh, That's pretty high, too. I wouldn't... It's pretty up there. Yeah, yeah it's PG-13. Yeah. It, definitely. The scene I saw, they were getting into a gunfight at the TSA, so <laughs> got, got pretty heated. Yeah, you can't be, you can't be doing yeah. that. Yeah, well, you know, when you get seeds shoved up your ass, you know, 
You're liable to do anything. Right. And you see, you can't even explain that to a kid. Because you know why? Because then the kid will be shoving like pine cones up his ass. And then you got to go to the ER and explain why your child. Why didn't he just put him in his pocket? Right. And you're like, oh, damn it. You go to the doctor and you're like, he's watching Rick and Morty. And you get CPS called on you. It's a, it's a long story. Yeah. Okay. Listen, it's just, I, I, I didn't do it. Okay. I didn't do it. All right. It's not, it's not that should be the most. Fetish thing. It, <laughs> yes. I wasn't watching him for a little while. Okay. I wasn't watching him for a little while. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, that Adult Swim, man, they, uh, whew, they're pushing the limits there. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's one of those things. But, well, uh, Mr. Kirkwood. Yeah, man. This has gone exceptionally well, but uh, I think we're all, both of us are kind of hitting our wall here. Yeah, a little bit. It's long day. A, it's getting a little, yeah, it's a long day. Long week. It is. And long it's only week. Thursday. There's still one more, like, punch. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Almost twenty percent. We still got to. Do you know the? All right. Here's the worst thing about it. Fifteen when you when I you have, count productivity. Do you, do you ever like you like oh, I am so close to the weekend, but I have two things at work I have to do tomorrow. Like two reports I have to write up and do, and I'm just like, ah, uh, you know what I mean? Because you're like, I want just to slide into the weekend, but there's I still have to be functional two more times tomorrow, and I'm just dreading that idea of like, yeah. I was like, why didn't I do that earlier this week? Yeah. Why have I done this to oh, myself? Oh, you put it off, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, now it's like, good. I gotta get these done. Mm-hmm. They got to get done. So I'm like, ah, I gotta get up and coffee myself. Yeah, caffeinate yourself. No, I told you, I know it's getting longer. Then I just, this is for your listeners. This is a, a pro tip. Like, it's gonna sound... Ooh, we like pro tips on here. It's gonna sound a bit much, but very effective. Go ahead and get yourself, they got these green tea pills, these ginkgo biloba brain boosters, right? But they're green tea, caffeine pills. What you want to do, you set your alarm 30 minutes before you actually want to get up. Hmm. So whatever, if you're going to get up at 7, set the alarm for 6.30. At 6.30, you take, you wake up, you take one of the pills, you go back to sleep for 30 minutes. When it comes to 7 o'clock, you pop out of bed. You are the most awake, you feel great, and you are hitting the ground running. It's not like you have to trundle out of bed to go get coffee and then wait for that to activate. Mm-hmm. You literally get to sleep while the caffeine activates, and then you're just up and running. Hmm. That'd be interesting, yeah, because there's definitely a lag time when you get up in the morning. Yeah, you, you know, trundle like, up. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Get, like at least ten to twelve minutes where you just like you don't do anything. You're just like, oh, oh no, uh, you, you yeah. do this, and I don't do this a lot. I do this on days when I know I have some morning meetings or I got to be really productive that morning. So it's like, okay, I can just pop out of bed, go. Just you, you set your alarm 30 minutes beforehand. You take the little green green tea pill or whatever. Hmm. Clock. How do you think those are for you? Is, are those bad for you, you think? I don't think so. I wonder about the green tea. I don't know. I don't know. Might I, be a better medium of uh, caffeine They mentioned that like one of coffee. them is like 80 milligrams of caffeine. That's, so that's like a cup of coffee. So it's like, eh, I don't know. Just get it over with maybe. Yeah, right. Just pop that shit. I mean, I love coffee. I'd rather do that. But I can't like drink a hot cup of coffee next to bed and that's then go a back process to sleep. Yeah. because then i was reading just recently too they were like oh yeah you uh, a coffee nap is the best nap basically the idea is that you drink the coffee take a quick 15 minute power nap and get back up you drink the coffee and then nap yeah and while it's kicking in right hmm the coffee okay. nap. and you kind of pound the coffee right because well, you know like the napping so look my napping game is strong that's <laughs> what, I'm, what i'm getting at here is i've explored all these this options. is where we're leading with this right because i gotta go you know i have day job and then comedy I'm popping naps in at lunch. I'm popping naps in between after work, and and I'm sitting in club parking lots. So I'm exploring various areas. Of Sounds this, like right? the newest drug out there right now. Yeah, just I'm popping Pop, naps, popping naps, baby. <laughs> popping naps. And so you know, like there's like the sleep inertia. It's like, oh, don't don't take a nap for longer than this. 
is you'll be groggier. You know, you want like a 15, 20 minute nap. Yeah. Or you want like an hour, nine hour, because then you can get a whole REM cycle in, you know. That's kind of where you want to be at. But the caffeine nap, they're showing some studies are like, you pop the caffeine, you drink a cup of coffee, lay down for 15 minutes, boom, you're back in the game. That's that's the future. Hmm. I don't know if that's the future. That would be that's nice if it was. You know, the, the, shorter, the, shorter the, yeah, the shorter the nap, the better, you know. <laughs> and these people are like, I, I hear my friends all the time, like, oh, man, yeah, I took a really good nap today. Yeah, it was like four hours. I'm like, no, you had a midday slumber. That is okay, that's not amazing. a nap. You didn't have a nap. A nap is a cutoff at two hours. Two hours is a hard out on a nap. Two right? hours for and a that's nap? E- and that's yeah. even pushing it. You know, That's like, come on, man. A nap, really? Yeah. Like, I think the good nap zone is like 28 to 40 minutes, somewhere right. in there, You know, where you kind of like, you almost you almost fall, you're sinking, you're sinking, and then boom, you get out of it, and you're like, oh, oh, geez. And you're back. You just yeah, nod off. And, and you're like... I mean, there's times I'll, I'll get that right time, you know, like 32 minutes and I can't go back to sleep. Even if I try, I'm like, I end up be like, oh, fuck, just up. get up, you know, yeah, 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 just, just get up. You know? Yeah. But then it's working. You're like, that's good. Yeah. So maybe that, maybe that coffee, maybe we can, you know, with the coffee injection, maybe we can even t- tighten that up a little bit more even, you know, I just think you just about, you come out of it so strong. Like mm-hmm. I'm ready to tackle the world. Yeah. Caffeine and nap. you need that. You need that, poof, that momentum to get you up. You know, it's like, it's like that time in the morning it pays dividends later on in the day. You know, if you're effective, if you're getting moving late, that oh, point, yeah, yeah. you know, four or five hours down the line, oh, I see. it's going to, it's going to do a little something for you. Even then, you know, you're going to be like, Oh yeah, that was good because I did that. You know? And, I mean, I, I, I hate mornings. I hate nothing good happens in the morning that yeah. like is effective. I basically hate mornings. Afternoons are just for made for slumbering and lazily and then and getting ready to go out at night. That's really, all I ever want in my life is to just be like, I could get up in the morning, do a little right. If I was perfect, if I was like, ever got like just real famous, like the comedy life is perfect, right? You sleep in, you wake up, have a little breakfast, maybe work out, do a little writing, take a nice long nap, wake back <laughs> up, shower, get ready to go out, and then you're out all night. Like, that's what? Come yeah. on. Isn't that the, that's like the dream. Like, it's not even the fame and fortune. When people say, what do you want in comedy? I want to be lazy. I want to be really lazy yeah. and have that life. I just don't want to have a time deadline for everything that I have to do. You know, I yeah. just, I want to be able to, here's my stuff I got to do. Get it done. Go sure. at it. Get it, you know, whatever order, whatever way, whatever time you want to do it. Just get at it and get it all done. You know, but I want to do my stuff, like not other people's stuff. Yeah. yeah you know what exactly. I mean? I yeah. wouldn't need a time deadline if it was my stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. I want to do this. Yeah. Like we're going to get four out of the six of these done. Let's fucking get at it. Right. You know? But uh, anyways, yeah, that's that. Well, that, that's the dream. That's what we all strive that for at dream. some point, you know, just long naps, <laughs> <laughs> long four plus hour naps. Oh, that is the dream. Yeah. But uh, speaking of what you're going to get a little nap in here ourselves here in a yep. minute. So, but uh, Mr. Todd Kirkwood, a.k.a. TKW. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, this uh, this was fun, man. Always a good time having you in-house. Uh, thank you for being here, and thank you guys for listening to another episode of An Earful in the Emerald City. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in with us. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you again, Todd, for coming out. Uh, episode 91 here. Hope you guys appreciated it. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a good time. Todd, you had me laughing, man, so uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure the people enjoyed it as well, but uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for being here, man, and uh, we will talk with you guys next week.